Hello, welcome to the third Isolated Incidents podcast. I am your host, Joe Anderson. What a great couple of episodes we've had so far, and this one is absolutely no different. Speaking to Johnny Wallace from Vandal Palace. Now, they have a new single out today. It's called Worth Your Time. Once you've listened to this podcast, then feel free to go and listen to it on whatever streaming platform you choose. Johnny talks about just having joined the band not that long ago. This is his first single with the band. We got into a little bit of the politics of coronavirus, what's happening at the moment, how that's affecting musicians, uh, people that do freelance music, as Johnny does himself. It's a very good podcast. It's a, a good mix, I would say, of, of some lighthearted stuff towards the end and quite a sort of deep look at how it's affecting the music industry at the start. Make sure you stay tuned to the uh, Isolated Instance social medias because we will be having some more podcasts hopefully this week. I don't want to announce anything just yet, but I think we've got a good one coming up for you very soon. And stay safe. Enjoy this podcast. Right, so thank you very much, Johnny, for joining me. Uh, This podcast is all about sort of giving people something to do during this this time when people might be in isolation and that. And I guess Vandal Viles have just done exactly that with the new single. Yeah, uh, we just hope that it can get people through this uh, pretty rough time. It's uh, the first... It's the first piece of music that I've done in the studio with the boys uh, since our first drummer uh, departed, so I've got uh, even more reason to be excited for it. Uh, We had a great time making it, and since, you know, uh, we've had our Edinburgh gig postponed, we had, uh, uh, I had a Glasgow show postponed, and the future gig-wise is very uncertain at the moment, so... Uh, we hope that this release uh, tides people over for however long this is going to go on for, and we've got uh, we've got more exciting stuff coming up in the pipeline too. What does the single mean to you? Uh, it's an important one for me. As I say, it's the first uh, it's the first one that I've recorded with the boys. It's almost like my uh, rite of passage, if you will, um, my proper induction into the band and getting my stamp on the Vandal Palace sound and, you know, kind of solidifying me as a member. Um, So that's why it means a lot to me. But uh, it's been, the boys have been holding on to it for quite a while. And from what I heard from them, it's always been a favourite that they have liked to go back to, especially in the practice rooms and stuff, just to go back and work on it here and there, tweak it and stuff. Um, so I think everyone was really buzzing to just uh, get it down, get it recorded. So we're all pretty excited. And how have you settled into the band? Is this the only initiation, or has there been something a bit more, a bit more of an initiation sort of ceremonially than this? Um, no, I would say it was kind of a, it was a very uh, natural um, transition for me into the band uh, when. Ryan uh, left their old drummer and I just started jamming with them. I'd done a gig with them where I actually supported them at the Mash House um, a couple of weeks before uh, and then Lachlan messaged me saying that they were looking for a new drummer so I already had touched base with them and we just jammed. We got on really well. Um, The parts I was writing seemed to gel with the tunes that they already had and it just went from there really uh the facebook post was kind of the 
the as much uh, ceremony as I as I got for <laughs> for joining the band. But yeah, it's uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it so far. Um, playing good quality gigs. Um, they're all really nice boys. We all get along well. Practicing and recording and traveling has been a total blast. So I'm looking forward to the future with them for sure. You say there's been some great gigs. Uh, unfortunately, your uh, bongo headliner has been cancelled or postponed, rather. Uh, yeah. Just tell me a little about how disappointing that is. I guess when you've been—that's obviously something you've been looking forward to. Yeah, it was a big one. We've had it. Uh, we've had it planned for quite a while, um, and I know personally, I've always wanted to play bongo club. I've only seen a handful of bands there. Um, it's mostly just the club nights that are on there. But I was. Uh, we were all super excited to play, um, and it was going to be our big Edinburgh headliner for the year. We were super stoked about it, and uh, it's been postponed, which is uh, which is really gutting. But uh, safety comes first. Uh, safety to the public, you know. Um, I think everyone in the music scene right now is doing really well, just to bite the bullet and cancel, uh, cancel or postpone their gigs. Fabric Bear had a big tour lined up, which they've postponed, um, and a lot of people are following in the same vein because it's just about no, no one, you know, no gig is worth putting people's health at risk, um, no matter how good an opportunity it is or how, how excited you are for it, you've got to take the sensible option. And to what you said about the music uh, industry sort of having to bite the bullet a little bit, how big an impact do you think this is going to have? I guess I suppose on bands, uh, Vandal Palace sized as well, there's a financial aspect to this. Yes. Um, I think it's very difficult. You know, some some bigger bands, you know, they're having to postpone tours, uh, festivals are being postponed, stuff like that. Some of the bigger acts are more financially... Uh, stable to handle it but you know bands that are trying to get bands at a small level like Vandal Palace that are trying to get momentum in the scene are trying to get movement trying to do things that's going to stop for bands at that level for the time being because nothing is going to be happening uh, for my personal project I had a lot of things lined up and they've all just been cut out because of this um, so I think some bands might stagnate a little bit, but w bands will just need to work hard uh, and you know keep getting together, keep writing. You know, even if they're isolating, you know, FaceTime, you know, just stick at it and try and put out any sort of content. I've seen a lot of people doing live gigs as well. I think the people that are gonna, um, sorry, Facebook live gigs. Um, I've seen a lot of them kicking about, and I think that's a really good idea. But I think that the people that are going to struggle the most right now are the freelancers, the the self-employed musicians. Again, I know a lot of them, and a lot of them are seriously struggling. Uh, me, personally, uh, all my gigs have been cancelled, uh, and my work, I only do a couple of shifts a week, but that's closed, that's closing. Um over the next couple of days so my income has been uh, cut greatly and I know a lot of uh, my musician friends, some of them are session players, you know, solo sax players, uh, percussion instructors, They their workshops and events are getting cancelled and they have no money 
to to pay rent, and it's definitely a scary time for uh, a freelance musician or anyone that's anyone that's self-employed really uh, in any in any field. That's going to be really difficult over the next couple of months. Do you mind if I ask what it is that you do? Yes, um, I am a teacher. Oh wow! And um, I also do pub gigs um, on the side, and I'm part of a wedding collective as well. Um, and you know, all of that is is in seriously questionable. I've still got bookings that are in the diary, um, but you know, there's a huge question mark over those. A massive question mark over those. The likelihood is they'll be cancelled within the next couple of days. And yes, they're 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 mid-April, but the way it's looking is this isn't going to blow over till you know at least June. So that's going to be cancelled, uh, and everything's just on a everything's just on a knife edge at the moment. So yeah, you said you're a teacher. Friday the schools will close. Yes. Um, Friday the schools closed. I'm more of a, I'm more of a uh, one-to-one tuition. Oh, cool. Um, private teacher, and I can still do that. I can still do that online. As I say, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people starting to do video lessons now, which I think is great. It's a great thing. Um, you know, the technology that's available for us uh, just now is is really good for. For a situation like this, because uh, people can still attend their lessons from home, I know a lot of universities are doing that too, uh, running their lectures via Skype or via Zoom. So yeah, it's really good, and I'm going to have to start doing that because again, the safety of my pupils and the health of my pupils is the most important thing. You say about like doing on- online uh, lessons and things like that. I'm going to take you back to what you were talking about with Facebook Live gigs. Do you think it would be acceptable at all for bands to like charge for them in some way or like ask for donations for those sort of things because it's replacing gigs? Or is that maybe a bit too much to ask? Just to sort of tide them over. Well, I've seen uh, a lot of tip jar links on these Facebook live gigs that have been going on over the last couple of days. And I think that's completely reasonable. Um you know, for example, I was meant to have a gig in Glasgow on Saturday. Instead, I'm doing a Facebook Live uh, two-hour set. So if you were coming to see my half-hour set, you'd be paying, I think the tickets were £6. But you get a two-hour set. And I know that the artists aren't going to be asking for much. Maybe just as little as a pound would help them. You know, you don't think it'll help. But if you donate a pound... And let's say 30 people are watching the stream and every single one of them donates a pound. That's £30. And right now that's going to go a long way since most uh, freelancers have next to no income at the moment. So I think it's uh, I think it's pretty acceptable because at the end of the day, the donation is a choice for the viewer. They don't have to. Uh, artists are... I mean, I know I'll be happy enough if people will just you know sit and listen and enjoy it if they want to make a donation that's great but they're not under any obligation and for that reason i think it's an appropriate thing to do this has been quite a heavy start to the podcast we've really got in quite deep on this let's yeah. light it up a little bit who do you think from vandal palace would be most suited to a week in self-isolation who would do fine on the arse for a week 
I would say Charlie, the bassist. For any reason in particular? Um, he's just like, I don't know, he's just always in his gaff, eh? I think he's been self-isolating since I met him. To be <laughs> he's, either, he's either in the library or in his gaff. I've never actually seen him anywhere else apart from gigs. So yeah, I think he'd do fine. Now, if you had to self-isolate with, you could pick anyone in the whole world and you're going to self-isolate with them for a week, who are you picking? Oh, that is a great question. <laughs> Anyone in the world? I would probably say, oh yeah, I would probably say a guy called Mike Johnson. He's a drummer from America. He's a drum teacher and a session musician. I've seen him uh, in, uh, what's it called? Like doing a, a showcase, like in clinic, that's it. I've seen him do clinics. Uh, in Edinburgh before, and he's he's such an inspiring dude. Uh, he teaches it. He teaches drumming like a like a nine to five. He's that passionate. You know, he gets up, he practices like five six hours a day. He teaches for a living. He runs online lessons, and he's just a mad inspiration. And I think if I was going to do something with a week isolated in my own house, it would be play drums and what better person to do that with than him so yeah it would definitely be Mike Johnson so you'd be hoping for the magic to rub off a little bit then yeah yeah I've been praying for that ever since I found out who he was (laughs) so then conversely to that who's the worst person in the entire world that you could who could you just not bear being stuck in a room with for a week Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Lachlan I'm sure he'll love you for saying that no no, I, I I love spending spending time with Lachlan but um, I think we can both get a bit uh, nippy at each other like anyone does you know I think there's many people that I wouldn't uh, share a room with uh, for a week but any chance to dig at Lachlan I'm going to (laughs) take Fantastic, yesterday we got Katie Hopkins and uh, Piers Morgan and today we're getting Lachlan Will he's been put the same the same level as them Oh geez, definitely not. They're more horrible people. But uh, yeah, I think me and Laxton would would great quite quickly. It's got to be good. I'm seeing him. I'm seeing him. I'm seeing him tomorrow, so I'll apologise. You'll apologise for saying that, Tim. I hope you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank, yeah. So Lachlan, uh, having a person with that experience in the band, and also having uh, a relationship with Jake before they they started, obviously, well, quite a good relationship. They've been in a band before. Uh, yeah. Lost in Vancouver. That's got to be a really good thing for a band. Yeah, it is. It's always good to have uh, to have two members that are either very strong friends uh, and or have been in projects before. It makes the the chemistry a lot stronger off the bat. Uh, it makes the songwriting easier. And you know, Jake is a great songwriter, and Lachlan has insane technical ability um, and an insane. Uh, riff writing style. I've never really heard anything, uh, anything like it before uh, on uh, an amateur band level, uh, and those two really gel really well. And that's probably because of their history in their previous projects together. So yeah, it's really good to have both of them kind of driving forward, and then me and Charlie have just you know slotted in really nicely with them. So you, I, like, I like to look towards the future at the end of these sort of interviews, but it's obviously really difficult at the moment. The yeah. Future. How do you, as a band, sort of try and drum up 
enthusiasm and like you know get people excited for what's coming when the, you're not certain yourselves what's coming oh it's it's so difficult the only thing the only thing you can really do at a time like this is just keep giving content you know if you had if you have a release scheduled for a couple of months bring it forward uh do your live gigs do your live q and a's um, just try and give the people as much content as possible um, because you know, if they're not coming to see you they'll be forgetting about you so you just need to keep on reminding people that you're still there, you're still active and you're still, you've still got big plans for the future uh, obviously our plans for our plans for summer have now been put on hold and we don't know uh, we don't know the what the future holds after that but we just hope that we can, after all this is blown over, we can get back to a bit of a head of steam. You said you've got uh, some exciting things to come. Is there anything you can sort of shed some light on for us? I don't know how much I can say, um, but we've got... Uh, I guess I can say it won't be too long until you'll be getting a second new tune from us. Oh, fantastic. We'll we'll let that be the as much of a I'll, I'll we tease, but nothing more than that. We'll keep it at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Thank you very much for uh, for joining me, Johnny. Before I let you go, uh, one last sort of funny question. There's been a lot of songs suggested on social media for what you, you know your twenty seconds of washing your hands that you're supposed to do and choruses that take twenty seconds. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Brightside was one that was suggested quite a lot. Uh, uh-huh. If you're singing any chorus in the bathroom whilst you're washing your hands, what's if, what's the chorus for that? Um, the chorus I would choose is uh, Worth Your Time by Vandal Palace oh wow <laughs> I like that That's that's. you can't get a much more positive review of your song than that yeah I think that's a, that's a belter it's, uh, it's fairly catchy and it fits into the 20 seconds perfectly so Worth Your Time out now on all sort of t- streaming platforms yep all streaming platforms fire on for that uh, thank you very much, Johnny, for joining me, yeah, and uh, hopefully speak to you again soon sometime. Yes, perfect. Thank you very much, mate. Cool. I'll speak to you later. Speak to you later. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Thank you very much to Johnny for phoning in. We had a great chat. I absolutely loved that episode. I hope you did too. As I said, we've got more to come very, very soon. So keep tuned to the social medias. It is at Isolated Incidents UK on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. I'll be keeping them all up to date for you. In the meantime, keep washing your hands, keep following government advice and stay safe.